It's a crazy real estate market. Are you doing the right things to sell your home? Well, in this episode, we're talking about one thing you never want to do. And I've talked about it before, but I'm gonna clue you in now on how to sell a home for the highest price. This is How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, a podcast specifically designed to get you the highest price for your home. A step-by-step guide to making all the right moves as you move and avoid all the pitfalls that can cost you tens of thousands. Here's the host of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, global real estate advisor, Dave Johnson. Hello, hello, hello. How the heck are you? Dave Johnson here from Sierra Sotheby's International Realty. I'm a realtor in Reno, Nevada, where things are insane. Our median price point is about $470,000. It's uh, crazy. Uh, Anyway, hope you are doing well. Thanks so much for tuning in to How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price, the podcast designed for the home seller not the home buyer lots of uh you know resources out there for first-time buyers and uh seminars and youtube channels and podcasts and information that's great but uh if you've never sold a home before that can be a challenge for sure for sure but we're gonna pause on real estate for just a second let's just talk about life huh let's take a moment reflect on this year what a disaster 2020 has been it's just been insane uh hopefully you know things haven't affected you too much with uh COVID-19 uh it seems like at least I did go to Kansas City uh which is where I'm from originally um last week I was there Monday through Friday and it was you know really it felt no different uh COVID-19 wise than it does here in Reno Nevada um, you know, people wearing masks coming in and out of buildings, but if you're sitting at like a restaurant having, you know, a drink or food, then you're not wearing your mask and you're just talking to your friends or family or whatever. And you know, things are good. So, uh, it does, it's sort of, I get, I'm getting the vibe that COVID-19 is settling down and I hope that's the case, but it seems like pretty much most people realize that you need to wear a mask it's not a political thing, it's just a safety thing, and that will help stop or slow the spread. You know, and hopefully there's a vaccine that enough people will take uh, down the road later this year or early next where it will eventually stop the spread of this. But man, what a crazy year. It's just, you know, everything. California's on fire. Uh, we've got an asteroid about ready to hit the Earth uh, the day before the election. Uh, it, the list goes on and on, just a nutty year, but hopefully things are calm in your world. And I, I'll give the, the experts credit. I'm going to go back to real estate now because I'll give the experts credit because the experts that I follow in the real estate world, uh, including the National Association of Realtors, the, uh, chief economist for them, his name is Lawrence Yoon. And he basically said his forecast, this is back in March, April, May, his forecast was you're going to have just as busy a year as you did last year, but it's going to be concentrated into probably six to eight months. And they couldn't have been more correct. Um, 
I don't, and it's crazy because I don't think anybody can explain the current real estate market, but it is nuts. I'm hearing from uh, you know from when I was in Kansas City visiting friends and family, uh, it was uh, pretty wild to see and uh, the real estate market and also hear stories of people just talking about crazy demand, uh, multiple offers on uh, homes, and I mean we're seeing the same thing here in Reno for sure. We have a ton of Californians moving here, and that's actually the inspiration for this podcast, this uh, this episode, I should say, of the podcast, because it all stems from some California buyers. So I'll tell you that story in just a little bit. But And also, before uh, you send your hate email saying, why are you traveling to see family and friends? Uh, we're in a global pandemic. My father had brain surgery, so I was going to see him. So go ahead, send me that text. Um, no, but uh, he's doing fine, and it was a you know good uh, excuse to go you know get on a plane, and things were fine. Wore the mask and glasses the whole time, and all good. So. Traveling is definitely a different experience, though, I'll tell you that, uh, with the global pandemic. But uh, I did see a stat that said, like, it was a very busy Labor Day weekend for air travel, as a lot of Americans are kind of heading back to the friendly skies, so we'll see. But anyway, uh, I just hope that, man, I hope things settle down this year. I'm excited for NFL football coming back. At obvious for obvious reason reasons with uh, Patrick Mahomes as uh, the quarterback of my favorite team since I was you know a two year old so uh, it's exciting to see some of the normal things come back you know NFL football with fans is crazy but that's happening uh, you know it's also nice to see the Kansas City Royals still sucking after all these years they're they did win a world championship in 2015, but they're back to sucking, so that's fun. But uh, no, I still I'm a huge fan of the Royals and Chiefs. But uh, and the reason I'm ranting and rambling about uh, the Chiefs and the Royals and just 2020 in general is I really hope that 2021 is just more calm and less crazy, and it won't be an election year, so we'll have that going for us. But, uh, and I can't stand politics either side. So don't even think I'm a Republican or a Democrat or any of that. I just think uh, they, each party wants you to go crazy about the other one. And that's not good for anybody. So I'm not really a fan of either party, to be honest. But uh, anyway, hopefully it'll be a better year with uh, not being an election year. And hopefully California will stop being on fire and bring smoke into Nevada and uh, there's fires in Oregon right now there's it was 121 degrees in Los Angeles the other day that is absolutely insane to me it was also like very hot in Denver the other day and then 48 hours later they get like inches of snow it's just been a nutty nutty year so looking forward to I think so many people are looking forward to 2021 things to be a little bit back to normal so we'll see but imagine Times square like this new year's eve is going to be strange because normally they're packed in like on top of each other in Times square i mean are they even going to be allowed to do that there's nobody even in new york city it seems like anymore that's one thing i've noticed from watching the morning shows uh you know the today show i typically watch like the first half hour of and it's amazing to see 
the wide shot of the streets and the Today Show studio, and there's like three New Yorkers walking when normally there'd be hundreds on that shot. So it's just strange. <sighs> this podcast has me reflecting on a crazy year. But uh, it's been a crazy year for real estate as well, and I don't, you know, I don't know where you're listening to this, uh, but I'll tell you, I can't believe the crazy locations that people are listening to the podcast. It is insane. Matter of fact, I'm pulling it up right now. Let me see. Um, I'm pulling up the last episode just as an example about uh, navigating multiple offers. Uh, that one was listened to in Orchards, Washington. I don't know where that is, but thank you for listening. Chula Vista, California. Mm, don't know. I mean, I know where California is, but I don't know where Chula Vista is. Uh, Brain Brainerd, Minnesota. Thanks for listening there. Carroll Stream, Illinois. Norton Shores, Michigan. Norwood, Ohio. Dallas, Texas. San Diego. Idaho uh, Falls, Idaho. And Lenexa, Kansas, which is a suburb of Kansas City. Ironically, not a person has listened in Reno. Not one of my friends here. Bozos. But uh, even, uh, I think I mentioned, no I didn't, uh, France. We had a, a, a podcast listener from France on this episode. And I've talked about the wild, uh, Germ we've had Germany, uh, we've had, I can't remember the other countries. But anyway, it's just been, you know, uh, wild to see the wide array of uh areas that people are listening so certainly uh appreciated uh here's lauder hill florida not sure who's there listening but thank you drexel heights arizona uh uh-uh. uh cliffy clicky clitchy clicky i don't know france that's the, who there's listening in france there's an australia listen from the last episode a canadian listener uh so certainly again it helps a ton when you subscribe, but also tell a friend about the uh, uh, podcast and uh, hopefully they can find some good tips and uh, good information to net them the most cash when they sell their home. And that's basically the reason I'm here. So anyway, uh, this episode is all about the one thing you never want to do when you're selling your house. And I'm dedicating an episode specifically to this one thing because it just happened to me. Let me explain. So here's the story. It's about those California buyers. So a friend of mine that lives here in Reno, married couple, awesome people, they called me about a week ago when I was in Kansas City and they said, hey, um, are you going to be in town this weekend? I have two sets of friends from California who are looking to move to Reno. We're hearing that tons and tons and tons as people want to get the heck out of California. I don't know whether it's COVID or their taxes or their laws or what the general factor is, but a lot of Californians are getting out of the state. And so this friend of mine says, yeah, I have two couples that are coming here, two married couples that are coming here individually, but they want to look at homes together because they're friends apparently. And not apparently to them, but apparently to me, if that makes any sense. But uh, so, and I was like, sure. So... They're looking, you know, for nice modern homes, which are not always easy to find because typically you're going to find a home that's been built uh, 20, 30 years ago that someone has updated to give it a modern look. Or you go to new builds. 
So we were going to do a little bit of both of that. So we found some great homes that were about 10 to 15 years old, but had been, you know, fairly uh, modern design, I should, I guess is the best way to put it, uh, which is this, these two couples, they kind of had the same taste. So we're going to look at two homes that were considered resales. That's what uh, a home is called that like someone lives in that's not a new build. So it's either resale or new build. So we're going to look at two resale and go look at a bunch of new builds. So I scheduled the showings. Um, I don't know the day of the week, doesn't matter. But uh, I scheduled the showings at about 8 o'clock whatever night. And because I just found out that uh, what it was a long story, but basically I they had I wasn't going to be able to show them the day they needed to, so they were just going to go to the new build and look at it themselves. No biggie. But then I was available, so we decided to add, you know add the two resale homes, and then I was going to go take them to the new builds, and we ended up looking at like, geez, I think fourteen homes. Uh, in the new development and we also had two scheduled for uh, the resale homes the two resale homes that were just gorgeous homes one of them was like 1.3 million I think I mean I would die to live in this house and just gorgeous and another one about the same price point and also just as fabulous so had those two requested uh, the showing 7 30 or 8 o'clock the night before and then I finally get uh, showing decline on both of those homes within like an hour. And that's a giant no-no. And I got to tell you, if you are declining showings, I don't even understand. I mean, and, and let me tell you this. The only reason you should be declining showings is if you're currently in escrow or you have multiple offers on the table and you just don't want to you know even be bothered by another offer that's it but these people declined just cuz they didn't like the time that we requested of 10 a.m. on a tuesday morning if you're selling your house it sucks i'm sorry i've talked about this in a previous podcast i know cuz these are almost the exact words i used it sucks to have people traipsing in your house at times you don't want them. But your house is on the market. Not only is it important for you not to decline showings when your house is on the market so you can get it sold, but also it's kind of uh, insane to have your house on the market and then tell someone, oh no, no thank you, we don't want you in our house. We know you want to maybe look at our house to potentially buy, but no thank you. Uh, it's just so weird like why do people do that i get it if you're requesting you know uh, to see a house an hour from now or i've had clients complain because i'll have a you know my sign uh, my real estate sign in their front yard of a listing i'm selling and people will just walk up to the door and say yeah i see your homes for sale can i take a tour no you weirdo call a realtor uh, so i get that decline that all day uh you pull out a firearm if you need but decline that all day, but don't decline a showing that is plenty of notice for no reason other than, nah, I don't think so. It's insanity. And if you're doing that, get your house off the market. Take it off the market and enjoy your home. 
because you're not in the market to sell your home. It's ridiculous. So I know I sound ranty and whiny with this one, but it's so annoying because I'm also trying to provide a service to my clients that are in from California. They have a limited amount of time. They want to look at as many properties as they can that they think will be within their, you know, their desirable range in style, in price, in all of it. And then I get these bozos saying, oh, no, 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 we don't want you in our home. Thank you. It's it's so stupid. It's so infuriating. And I actually just looked and neither of those two homes were now, this happened three days ago, neither of those homes are in escrow. So they didn't even have a good excuse to take their, to say, no, we don't want you sh- uh, a showing in our home. No, thanks. Just insane. And I could see if someone had said, oh no, you want two couples to come through, so you want five people at once. And if they were weird about COVID, I'd totally understand that. And I'd say, listen, I will make sure that it's me and one person at a time or however you want to do it, but don't just decline the showing. And they also didn't even know how many people we were coming with. Uh, so it, COVID wasn't a legitimate excuse, at least in my opinion, but uh, just in insanity. So I'm trying to do the best I can for my clients that want to see all the houses they can. And then I'm dealing with bozos on the other end saying, oh, no, no, not today. No, thanks. And I get it. If you, you know, want to block out, uh, if you need to work on your job until noon every day and you use your house as your office, great. There are features for that. There are ways to go into our system and you easily can block out certain times of each day or a certain day of the week. But again, none of that was done. The showing request when I send it, when any agent sends it, it was completely open. And then they're just like, oh, no, no, thank you. No, we d- we're going to decline that showing. Thank you. <sighs> so dumb. You're not going to get your home sold doing that. And it's just disrespectful for the buyers that are out there looking at homes. And you're like, oh, no, no, thank you. So don't do it. If you, you know, if you do need a certain, like I said, if you need a certain window of time, great, block it out. Just ask your agent, hey, uh, Mondays, I don't want anybody in the house until at least 1 p.m. Great, they can block it out on the software so nobody can even request that time. It's very simple. But for the client to be declining showings for no reason is just stupidity. And I, I get it if it was, you know, if it happened once or twice. It happened, you know, obviously to me uh, twice that same day. But it happens all the time. That's why it's so infuriating. So, let's zoom back a little bit. And I'll just remind you, the basics of this are, if you're putting your house on the market, it is a miserable experience. I'm not going to deny that. I've done it many times. And I deal with clients who are doing it all of the time. And it's not fun. You're basically living in a showroom, but that's how you have to think about about it. You're living in a show property. That's why the realtor probably has told you, take down as many personal items as you can and get rid of this clutter in this corner. Let's clean this up. Let's tidy that up. That's why, because you're living in a showroom. And that also means your showroom has to be open. Because if your showroom is closed, no one can see it and no one's going to make an offer. So please, do not decline any showings 
if you have an agent saying, oh, feel free to decline showings if you're busy or whatever, fire that agent immediately because that is stupid and it just shows they don't know what they're doing. But again, if you need a certain day or a time of each day blocked out for uh, this work or that work or whatever the reason, great. That can easily be done in our systems that realtors have to block out those times to make sure it's convenient for you. But again, this was not done and it rarely is done. People just say, oh, no, thank you. I'm declining this showing. I don't need that. And I had clients like that, I think I've talked about in a previous episode too, that were serial decliners of showings. I came super close to firing them, but then COVID happened and it was it just worked itself out. But they were so bad about declining showings and they didn't really have a great excuse. Uh, it was just like, no, it's just not a good time. That's what I heard a lot. And it's like, no, that's not going to fly. So we kind of went back and forth and had some battles about it because I'm like, no, your house is on the market. You need people to go in. Do you really want to sell your house? Yes, we do. Okay, then great. Then open it up to people that want to see it. It's just such a silly battle because if you don't want to sell your house, that's totally fine. There are many other people that do want to sell their home, so great. But if you don't, then take it off the market. Don't decline showings. It's the silliest thing. Uh, and I get it. Every once in a while it's going to happen, but it just happens all the time. And it's just like this excuse that, that sellers use. And I and trust me, it's not fun. I mean, I've had many a seller sitting outside while my clients are in their house because they didn't want to leave. And that's fine. That's That's the best way to do it. Stay out of their hair, but still let them in. Great. I don't know. I feel very ranty this episode. But anyway, thank you for listening to me rant and take nothing else away but this. If you're if you want to sell your house, don't decline showings. That's it. Be ready to live and you're lucky because if you are going to sell your house anytime soon, you're in a seller's market. So the point there is you're not going to have your market your house on the market long, so never decline a showing. I get it. If we're in a buyer's market and it takes six, eight months to get rid of a property and you're living through hell, you're living in a showroom environment in your home, I so I would kind of understand if you were declining showings here and there because you're sick of the process. Totally understand. But right now, we're a seller's market across the country for the most part. That means your house is going to be need to be showroom ready for maybe a week or two tops in most of the country. So deal with it. Don't decline a showing. It makes no sense. Take it off the market if you don't want people in there. That's the whole point. Okay? There you go. (sighs) I'll try to be uh, happier and more chipper next time. Next week on the uh, podcast, it'll be a fun tip of some kind because I feel very feisty on this one. But anyway, uh, (laughs) no declining of showings, period. There's your number one. Don't do it. Okay? That's not really great English. That's your number one. Don't do it. Mm, I don't know. We'll just call. It, we'll say that's your number one. Don't. There you go. Uh, so there you have it. There, the, the music's playing me off. It's time to go. Oh boy. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, please remember, tell a friend about the podcast. Certainly appreciated as we continue to uh, release an episode. Uh, as you see, 
every week and a half-ish. I'm trying to do every week. It's just difficult with vacations and being out of town and all that jazz. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Have a great one, and we'll see you on the next episode of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price. Look for new episodes of How to Sell a Home for the Highest Price every Monday and click subscribe so they'll show up for you automatically and get on the right track to saving yourself a load of cash by making the right moves when you're ready to sell. And if you need help finding a quality real estate agent in your area, just contact Dave at www.justplaindave.com.